Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host... Hello, everyone, and happy Cinco de Mayo. I am Karen Weary with Shift Happens, and today it is me, myself, and I. We are going to have, uh, Ida is going to jump in a little bit later with her story, but again, Scrolling back to Happy Cinco de Mayo, I don't know what's going on where you are, but here in Florida, where I am, uh, things are starting to open up a little bit. Uh, We are in phase one of a three-phase, I understand, uh, opening up phase uh, situation going on here. So, um, so I believe there are restaurants that are open. They can open up at fifty percent capacity. So you might even be able to go out on Cinco de Mayo. This year, it falls on Taco Tuesday. So how cool is that? You can have your Taco Tuesday with maybe a margarita or a Corona or whatever and celebrate. So yay for that. (laughs) So today's topic is seven tips on how to transcend challenging times. Uh, So really transcendence is uh, the topic of today. What is it? What do we do with it? How do we uh, um, how do we acquire it? How do we get there? Because I think it's generally a pretty good thing. So let's go with the definition of the word. The word, according according to Merriam-Webster, it is basically the quality of state of being. Uh, transcendent is. Um, let me see. Sorry. So it comes from the medieval Latin word transcendentia, dating back to 1595, somewhere between 1595 and 1605. So it's been around for a little minute. Uh, And basically, it's an extraordinary or beyond human experience. Um, So the prefix trans of the Latin word means beyond, and scandar means to climb often used to describe a spiritual or religious state or condition of moving beyond physical needs and realities. So, you know, so basically it's kind of a way of uh, going beyond, stepping outside of yourself and and really, uh, it, it, like, like it says, it could be in the spiritual capacity or it can be in your life where you have transcended and gone beyond um, stretch yourself, overcome things that seemed impossible maybe or would really challenging times. And, you know, we tend to uh, lull ourselves into, I would say, uh, believing that, you know, everything is pretty planned out. I have my day and this is my life and I do a lot of routine things. And routines can be really good, because, especially when they are healthy routines that we create for ourselves. We get up at a certain time, we have an exercise routine or 
meditation routine or a prayer routine or, you know, a learning routine, all those different things. And those are all great things um, to do. uh, But then sometimes things happen, sometimes out of the blue, and it just is like ripping the carpet out from underneath you. And all of a sudden, it's like you are on a free fall. And what the heck? is going on and how am I going to handle this thing? Uh, you know, currently we are, are, I would like to say at the end of a uh, pandemic is what they've named it that we've been going through. And, um, but that's just now this, you know, uh, a year that we'll remember forever that'll go down in history. Um, but what about other things that happen in our lives? You know, when we get a divorce or even if we weren't married or a breakup, it could be somebody gets in an accident and gets badly injured. It could be a uh, terrible diagnosis you know, of cancer and those kinds of things. What do we do with that uh, information and how can we transcend beyond um, so uh, there is this uh, term that's called self-transcendence, which uh, is actually, a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know this until I dove in and did a little bit of research for the show, that it's actually also a part of Maslow's uh, hierarchy, which, you know, talks about how we have basic uh, needs that are required in order for us to be able to start to we have to survive, we have to eat and drink and sleep, we have to have safe shelter, we have to have all those different kinds of things. And then once those needs are met, then we can start looking for love. And and then at the top of the pyramid, from the way I learned it was self-actualization, you know, where you, you make your dreams come true, that kind of thing. But uh, it says also here that it is also uh, self-transcendence is uh, actually an either like at the very peak top of that pyramid. Um, And so that is, again, where we begin to relate ourselves in a way that's beyond ourselves, that we recognize that, okay, well, I am a small part of a big giant whole, that uh, we are, you know, what I do has an effect on it. And when I act, I think about the whole so, um, so for example, uh, some four characteristics, uh, when you see these, will ensure that this is what self-transcendence is. And one is a, a shift from focus from myself to others. And uh, so basically going from it's all about me and being selfish and, and egotistic and then thinking about other people's needs and what is um, going to be good for not just me, myself and I, but also the other people that I'm around. Uh, Number two is a shift in values where it's no longer an external uh, reward that we're doing that causes us to do the whatever it is that we're doing. So for example, when we were in school, we, the extreme, 
intrinsic <laughs> reward was getting a grade because we wanted to get into a certain school or you know we needed to pass this class and so on and so forth maybe our parents were on our backs because you know, they you need to get a good grade so you can get into the school and this college and whatnot and um, so those are all external reasons why we are studying and doing the classes that we are now, when we move into self-transcendence, now we are studying and we're in the class because we're really enjoying the class. I don't really care what grade I get. I, I'm not, I don't care what anybody else says uh, about me, having, whether they like or don't like what I'm doing. I'm doing it for me because I'm enjoying this topic and I am getting a lot from it and I'm growing and I'm getting a lot out of this. Now, instructors really like to have those, <laughs> those students in the classroom because they make the classroom fun to teach so um and uh and that's number two so number three is an increase in moral concern meaning that uh there is a more intensive focus on doing what's right you know of course what is right is uh you know very subjective but um doing you know being kind to somebody else just because it's the right thing to do because it maybe you because you're thinking beyond yourself you realize that i don't know what kind of a day you're having you could have like i said just been walked out from the doctor's office and, and received a diagnosis of cancer you could have just lost your spouse you could have you know a million things that have been going on had a bit of argument with your boss or gotten fired or laid off or whatever kind of thing. You know, a lot of things could be happening. So I am going to make sure that I'm going to be as kind as possible because maybe I can reduce the burden or the stress of somebody else, um, you know, and, and just by being kind rather than being a grumpy person going out and about, right? And number four is emotions of elevation. So, you know, some of these higher order emotions, um, such as um, awe, ecstasy, amazement, being uplifted, feeling elevated. And, you know, the words all include that elevation because they are higher level um, emotions. So we uh, basically vibrate, our, our frequency is higher uh, when we are feeling those states. They feel better, we feel lighter, and it comes across. We are emitting those kinds of signals. So when I think about awe and I think about transcendence, for me personally, I find that I, I get that a lot when I'm in nature. Because to me, nature is so awe-inspiring. You know, to just to just be there and to just uh, like if you're on the water or by the water and, and, you know, the rhythm of it and the sound of the water and, and the, the feel of it and, you know, the trees and the way that the, the breeze makes the, the, all the leaves and the uh, trees rustle and all these things, you know, looking at a flower, a beautiful flower, and how the petals and the repetitive patterns in the in the um, flower. And when I think about peak moments, because that's also another thing that I think about when when it comes to transcendence is uh, peak moments. Also, when it, when I think back in time over my life where I've had some of those, again, some of those really have had to do with being in nature. And there are two that specifically stand out in my memory. 
And one was when I was a child, I don't know, maybe seven years old or so, when we first moved to Denmark, the first year or two, I don't know, uh, we were a part of this group where a um, somebody who was uh, like a, I don't know what the name of that, that person is, the title, but they, there's somebody who studied forestry and that type of thing. And they would take a group of us uh, somewhere um, out in you know, someplace in the in the forest, and we would go for a walk, and they would point out different things, and and it was every other Sunday morning that we would do that, and I really enjoyed it. I didn't like getting up early, but <laughs> um, but being out there and learning was really something that was special. Now, one day we were out there, and it was winter time, and it had snowed overnight, and and even though you might think that in Denmark they have a lot of snow, but they actually really didn't. So uh, it was just cold and miserable and windy <laughs> a lot. But uh, this particular day, it had snowed, and there was a layer, and the ground was covered, and we, we were out going for a walk uh, in the forest, and we came to this small clearing where there were all these uh, fir trees, and they all had a layer of beautiful untouched snow on every branch and there was a, a little bit of a sun that was shining down into this layer of completely untouched pristine snow and it just sparkled like somebody had tossed a bunch of diamonds all across the ground and to me I just felt like in that moment I so specifically remember all of it and that I felt like wow this is what it must feel like and look like to be in a fairy tale movie it it you know and so something so simple what is something that's so ingrained in my memory and uh, you know I think that's such a beautiful thing now another memory that I have of being someplace in nature well I was kind of driving but I went some years ago maybe four or five years ago when I went to Colorado and uh, especially when you've lived in Florida for quite for several decades, it's pretty flat if you've ever been to Florida. And then going to Colorado with the mountains, and I've been on mountains before, but never had been to Colorado. And there's just something really uniquely majestic about the nature in Colorado. I was just in complete awe. Um, in and. Um, you know, another thing that I really love is, is especially, not especially, but even when my, I was especially impressed by the fact that my son, when he was younger, even, still to this day, but when he was younger, like seven, eight, nine, ten years old, when I, we would travel, he's always been a great traveler, loved going with him, taking him places that um, he would uh, just really enjoy being out in nature and I would just see how quiet he got and how he was taking it all in with that that state of awe nothing better than seeing something like that in your kid so um so you know so those are more uh transcendent moments where I have felt kind of lifted out of the everyday humdrum and and really been in that awe filled uh, amazement of of just life in nature now when we're talking about transcending more challenging times that's where we're i'm thinking about um like people who for example have um, been diagnosed with you know stage four cancer and and suddenly 
boom, just like that, gone into spontaneous remission. And the tumors, you know, the doctors have the images and see the tumors just shrink and shrink and shrink until they're not there anymore. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that in the next segment. Um, but, you know, so another example would be, you know, when people, they have been injured and uh, maybe they've been in a bad car accident and the doctors tell them, yep, yep, sorry, uh, you're never going to be able to walk again. And they decide, wow, there is no way I am not going to be walking. And they, by golly, they get up and they walk, you know, with a lot of work, obviously. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what is it in those people who make that happen. They're able to to step into that space because really that is a lot of what uh, made me come up with the whole title of Shift Happens and, um, and um, because I thought about the, some of these stories, you know, how people, they get into these spaces and have these, it seems miraculous things happen. So when they can do that, go have stage four cancer and then be, go into spontaneous remission or be told that, you know, you're never going to walk again because of this injury. And then, you know, could be a year later, could be six months, could be whatever, they're up walking. I want to know more about that because that means that something there that we can implement. And uh, speaking of all this transcendence, I want to encourage you to, um, I've started a new Facebook group called Becoming Limitless, Manage Anxiety. And uh, so I'm going to post the link in our Shift Happens Facebook page where we love for you to go and comment and make, uh, you know, let us know what you think about the show and the topic and questions. Uh, but I will put that link in there. So again, it's uh, on Facebook, Becoming Limitless, Manage Anxiety is my group where we are going to be tapping way much deeper into transcendence, becoming limitless, making shift happen in your life, right? So when we come back, I'm going to, I have a couple of really pretty amazing stories uh, to share of people who transcended some pretty severe physical things that happened. One is a story about a boy who was set on fire and, um, to this day he doesn't have any scars and how he transcended that experience so you'll want to come back for that story right after these messages become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Insights Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. 
You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to shift happens with car and weary do you have a question or comment about today's program if so we'd love to hear from you call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to karen w at insights counseling center.com remember that karen is spelled k-a-r-i-n now back to shift happens we are indeed back and this time i am back with my co-host ida serena lee hey she's- hey how you guys doing yeah we are awesome of course because we are transcending and making shift happen all at the same time Ooh, and- i love that <laughs> right yep. no kidding yeah so i left y'all on a cliffhanger there with the story about the boy who caught on fire. Now that boy happens to be my honey. So he wrote out this story for me because I told him, wow, that is, is something else. So here is the story starting from the concept that transcendental means to climb, to go beyond your expectations, to discover new skills that will help you create impact in this chaotic world in which we live, it seems to me that it is very important to turn our eyes to ourselves. That is to say, start looking for the answers to those questions that have always worried us about being better and surpassing ourselves. At this point, it seems important to me to share a personal experience that happened several years ago when I was just a child and lived in Ecuador while I was playing with several friends. I had an accident and suffered burns on my upper body. From soon, I was engulfed in flames, and I started to run in a desperate way. At a certain moment of this experience, something happened inside of me. A part of my interior detached itself from my body, and suddenly, I became the observer of the situation I was going through. That is to say, from a certain height, I could see myself totally on fire and running. The experience lasted until the moment when my brother and friends knocked me to the ground and were able to put out the fire that was consuming me. For years, the mere fact of remembering the experience was painful because it related to a traumatic moment of intense pain and suffering in my childhood. 
As I grew up and tried to forget about the experience, I came to know a theory about astral travel and how people can consciously separate themselves from their bodies and move to different places. It was at that moment from that experience of pain, I came to remember my experience from another point of view where I'm no longer connected with pain and suffering. If not the fact of remembering the experience from the observer, where for a moment I transcended my own experience and was able to separate from my body, which helped me in some way to lessen the pain produced by the burns. I transformed this experience into something fantastic that has helped me to search in a more active way with each human being through the experiences that life presents us every day. We can transcend and every day exceeds our own expectations. So, and, and again, the amazing thing is not only is that an amazing story in and of itself, but he has zero scars. I don't know how it's possible because I've seen burn scars and, you know, so. Ah, wow. What do you think that is, Ida? <laughs> well, you know, I don't, this is not a religious program or anything like that. But for me, I always believe mm-hmm. there's something bigger than me. And I call it God. Yeah. And that's what carried me through situations. Right. You see? And I have positive experience with transcending and negative experience. You know, like things that happen in my life. I want to start with a positive one. Yeah. I went last year from my vacation to Hawaii. Mm. Okay. Listen, if that place is not close to heaven, I don't know what it is. Wow. I remember standing. There was a one point in Hawaii that I'm standing in between where where there's mountains over here. When I turned front, it was mountains. When I turned back, it was the, the beaches. But mm. the, 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 you know, the, the, the picture that you see, it, it's like you were elevated into the mountains. You, you see nature, you know, it's like you feel that you are, you, you feel like the place is so big and that you're like floating wow. in, the, in the place. And, and that's when you know that there has to be something bigger than you, that there's a God. Yeah. There's a God because no man can make that. <laughs> no man can make that beauty right right yeah and then you are in another island like when you are in a in oahu for example there's areas where you in your left is completely city buildings tall buildings tall buildings you mm. took to look in the front and you have the beach look in the right you have the mountains all at once mm. it's like so much to take at once yeah you know that you have to just sit there it's like it shut you off wow it shut you off you cannot even talk it's just, just like in awe you're like yeah <laughs> you know, you can, you in awe, and that's when yeah. you realize that there's something bigger than you. You see, then yeah. I have negative experiences in my life. I have like three major things happening in my life that I felt the the the, the strength of God in my life was mm. first. I suffered a stroke. No, first first I lost my house and everything, mm. and I have to live in my car for three weeks. Wow, with my daughter. Mm. And within three weeks, I have more than I had before. That have to be God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Then I suffered a major stroke. And I was paralyzed on my left side. I'm a single mother. I don't have insurance. So I couldn't go to therapy to get all my movement back. Right. I went to that one first appointment, learned everything that they did to me. Then mm. I went to the gym. And did the things the same thing to myself. Yeah. And you see me, I walk perfectly. Yes. 
And yeah. they told me I was never going to walk perfectly. They told me I was never going to talk straight. Sometimes I, my words can come one together with the other. That yeah. also have to do with my accent. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have no residual from my stroke. And I had a major stroke. Wow. So you know that that has to be your God. The last one was in 2017, my father uh, fell ill. And I mm-hmm. had to take care of him. Now, I'm a, uh, uh, a daddy's girl. I'm a yep. dad, full daddy's girl, full blown. Okay, daddy's girl. Yep. My prayer was, God, please give me strength through this situation because I knew he was a gunner. I knew he was a gunner. And I was, mm. God, give me the strength that I need so I can go through the situation. Yeah, yeah. So let me go over because I did promise that I was going to give you seven tips that was going to help you. That I'm very emotional and I can just, you know, go crazy. And, and do a whole like that. But I was so in peace, in control. I was able to take care of my family, you know, my mom, my sister, everything that was going on uh, so that everybody would be okay. Mm-hmm. And and I went through my grieving process like everybody else, but nothing like I was expected that it was to have more peace. It was a peace that I could not understand. Sometimes I was surprised to myself and I will ask to myself, did I really miss my daddy? Did I really doing what yeah. I'm supposed to do? Because I'm not crying like I thought I was going to cry. And right. I'm not screaming like I thought I was going to scream. Am I being uh, mean? You know, I thought I was being mean because I was not acting like like everybody else. Right. You know? So it's like God transcending me to a different to a different uh, uh, stage in, or level yeah. when it came into my grieving. You know, yeah. and I always hear that voice that everybody called conscious, but I call it the Holy Spirit uh-huh. telling me that, I'm, that to be strong and to continue and to, you know, remember, I'm going to give you strength. You know, my thing is that I believe in, in that God. I believe that there's something bigger than me. I believe that if I do good, if I mm-hmm. sow good in people's life, I will get good back. Mm-hmm. So that will help me not worry so much. Even in right. this situation, when it comes with the pandemic and losing the job, losing clients and stuff like that, I said to myself, if I believe that there is a God and I believe that the God have a kingdom, that means that he's a king. That means mm-hmm. I'm his daughter and I believe mm-hmm. I'm his daughter and I'm a princess. Okay. If he feed, you know, the birds of the air and he feeds the, the animals in the wild, why he's not going to do the same thing to me during the pandemic when I'm losing clients? My husband, his is, uh, job is giving less hours. Why he's not going to sustain me? Mm-hmm. So that gave me the confidence to transcend my confidence and to be more strong and believe that. And as the same way I'm sowing into other people's life positivity, you know, and into my life by doing affirmations and by the prayer, my prayer Mm -hmm. life. You know, everybody is different. They might do a prayer life. They might do affirmations. They might do meditation, whatever it is that work for you. Yep. And that's doing those things keep you out of that fear mode because it's, again, when we get into that fear mode, then you know, we talked about this. We talk about this all the time here. You know, getting into fear now, our, the first system that's, that's uh, hit by it is our immune system. So what do we definitely not want to do when there's a pandemic? We don't want to destroy our immune system. So that, like you were talking about, Ida, there keeps you in that steady, peace, calm, grounded state of mind where you, your brain is still functioning. You can still use your executive functioning, your CEO of your brain up front here with their... <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, they can think creatively and outside the box. And, you know, so, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. 
It's so, like you're not alone. You're not yeah. alone in this world. There's something bigger than you. Of course, and, and also people bigger than you are on you that can be the ones that be holding you, holding your hands and, and carrying you through the situation. If you know that you sow positivity, that you sow love, that you sow kindness to other people, I believe in what people call karma. I believe in the, the law of sow and reaping. You mm -hmm. sow you, you sow good, you're going to get good back. Yeah. And you mentioned some of the things that are in this list here of seven things that um, that can help you step into that self-transcendence. Um, and one is discover some things that put you into theta. You know, our brain, we have different levels of brain waves. Theta is a place that's slightly hypnotic, uh, meditative, very creative, where people go when they are on their way into sleep. Um, of course, we cycle through it through our uh, different sleep cycles. Um, but it's a place that is very relaxed, but uh, uh, mentally alert at the same time. Um, so that could be something like praying, could be, you know, going out in nature, could be, you know, we, we both had stories about being out in nature and how that's just so awe-inspiring and puts us in that place. So, so that's number one. Number two is practice meditation, whether, you know, we, it doesn't matter how, if you sit, if you do a uh, walking meditation, and it could be praying, you know, it's kind of, different ways of saying the same thing, I think. And we're doing mindful activities, mindful listening, mindful walking, mindful eating, you know, really taking each morsel, you know, sometimes we tend to just chew and swallow and, you know, yeah, that was good, but really slowing everything down. And um, I think people have done a lot of that now during the pandemic and the quarantine because you have no choice but sit home and eat quite and cook actually <laughs> so you're putting love into the food and people are actually enjoying that so they i can imagine people having that sort of send them moment when they thought so, that they couldn't cook and they they cook something really good and they just put it in their mouth and it tastes so good that you are you're like in heaven yeah i'm sure they happen i'm sure it happened yeah. during this pandemic oh yeah yeah it, uh, thai food will have that effect on me <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh so good <laughs> yes yeah, so number three is to make to make time to be creative, you know, so allow that to lead to inspiration and new experience and transcendence. And this is one of the things when I encourage people to maybe go out and do a paint class or whatever. What, what is the first thing that people say? I don't have an artistic bone in my body. I don't care whether or not you have, you think you don't have an artistic bone in your body. Just do it. <laughs> you know? People sometimes don't tap into their potential. You, you know that by the end of your life, you really haven't tapped into your, all your potential yet. Uh -uh. No. You don't know whether it's inside of you until you try it. Yep. Yeah. No kidding. And so here is the thing is that, and, and then I have been so surprised myself because when I've gone to those, you know, painting classes where there's an instructor, they tell you how to mix things and whatnot. And the next thing you know, it's like, wow, I didn't know that I was able to paint like this, you know? And, and even if you hate the outcome, have fun with the process, throw the darn thing out afterwards. It doesn't matter. It's the process. It's the being. It's there in the moment because there's some Something really soothing also about you know swooshing those paint colors together and you know feeling the paint going over the the um canvas and all that you know just do something that's different allow to yourself to stimulate that part of the brain i get very creative when i'm in front of water i love <sighs> water so I love walking to the lake and I bring my notebook and that's when I get ideas for my business idea for things that I want to do with my son or 
for the house, mm -hmm. you know, even things for things that I do in church. I get ideas there, you know, and, and usually that's the, the place that I go to meditate. I like walking. I walk to the lake, mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah. and then I sit there and I just watch in complete silence, you know. And it's like things come in mind. And that can be a transcendent moment because you are in nature. You you are elevated above your normal routine, things of thinking, you know. Yep. Yeah. It will relax you. And at the same time, it will bring you the creative creativity that you need. And eliminate all the distractions, all the outside yes. noise so that you can listen into what's going on in there. That's really super important. You know, and, and so I'll share also another, when you were talking about Ida, the uh, challenging times there uh, share a little bit of a challenging time that i transcended through uh, when we come back from these messages because we're getting ready to roll over into another couple of messages and um you know so once again i just want to um you know if this is something that you know is inspiring you of, of course i would encourage you to go ahead and share this episode with people who are you know you think will also inspire them and uh, maybe you're going through some difficult times um because when we share these kinds of things you know ida's story my story you know andres's story all these different stories uh I, to me, I always find that it gives me hope. It inspires me. It motivates me. There is a possibility, even when things are really bad, that I have made it through. Other people have made it through things that are much worse. And what are the, some things that they're doing? So we're going to get a little bit more into that. I'm going to also share a story from uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, his own uh, injury story and how he healed himself. Um, so, uh, but if you are interested in even more and, and getting into a group, uh, I, uh, I have a Facebook group that where we really delve into this, Becoming Limitless, Manage Anxiety. It's a group you have to join and and, and then I'll, you, we will be just expanding on that and learning way more about that so after these couple of messages so yeah thank you for popping in uh, ida you're welcome you're welcome it was awesome because i like this topic i like i like the topic and and you know i had experiences in life that have transcended me to be the better person that i am right now you know exactly. so it's very important to people to tap into that area of their life as well and know that there's something bigger than them, that there's something moving them, that nothing lasts forever. You know, nothing yeah. lasts forever. You know that when when night comes, the day, then day comes. When winter comes, then summer comes, you know? Yeah. When you start eating, then you finish. Everything has a season. So even this pandemic and this COVID uh, have a season. It's not going to be forever. Right. Nothing is forever. The only thing that is forever and for sure is that you're going to be born one day and you're going to die one day. That's the only thing that is forever and for sure and everything else is always transient it's always uh uh you know back and forth it's never the same yep never the same become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. We got the power to change the world. 
your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. That's right, and I am Karen, and with me today for our part of the time, I have my amazing co-host, Ida Serena Lee. Hi, everybody. Happy Welcome back. Yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo, you know. Well, I even we, forgot. <laughs> I know. I, I always forget, may the 4th be with you. So, you know what? Since it's Cinco de Mayo, following may, as may the 4th be with you. Let's just let the force continue on, you know, as we're talking about transcending. Yeah, we, we do need the force to be with us so we can transcend. And, you know, just I'm going to give two more of the, um, uh, the seven tips before I go into my story about my personal transcendence because it gave you the first three. Now, number four is to keep a journal. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like to write. And, and you know what? Here's the thing is that you don't have to religiously sit down and write every single day. You know, write as it hits you and it inspires you. When you, when you have certain things that pop up and, and bubble up and you feel it tumbling around in your head, that's a really good time to pull out that journal and put it on paper so you can dump it. If you think of it like a brain dump, Um, you know, and the thing is that when you do that, you help separate those feelings from you and or yourself from them. And in fact, this was the first time I I heard this, but I had a a client the other week, that last week that came in and told me she started uh, journaling and that was new for her. And, uh, you know, even though she's been telling her story to me and she's been telling her story to, you know, friends and coworkers, it wasn't until she said that she sat down and she wrote this and then she started reading what it was that she wrote. I mean, she knows her story, but reading it, it was kind of like, wow, she felt like she was reading a book, like somebody else's story. And then she was looking at it, it was like, 
the handwriting is mine. So yeah, I do recognize this stuff, but it, it really helped her get a different perspective, literally remove it from herself. It's like, whoa, this stuff is going on. I got to change this. So that's one of the things that happened with that. And then the other thing, number five is get out of the house and go. Isn't that what we've just been talking about? Commune with nature because that is where we have quiet time. And, 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 you know, one of the things is we know scientifically everything is frequency. Everything, you know, cells are frequency and vibration. And so, nature just has this one constant vibration and this is why it helps us feel calmer and grounded more more able to think outside the box and such because we're all over the place right we were all over the place and so when we can find tune in we know i mean serotonin is being released in our brain when we're in nature and that's that's one of our feel-good um uh, neurotransmitters so that's a freebie right there and um, and get grounded you know yeah. take off your shoes put your feet in the grass and get grounded it's like you connect with earth anyway we are we, we came from earth so you know exactly you get connected and you get that energy yeah. vibration back yeah yeah, and it's helpful for so many things to do that grounding that Ida was just talking about. You know, it helps with sleep and jet lag and anxiety and depression and you know, the list goes on and on and on, you know. Um, so, yeah, take your shoes off. Enjoy. So, my story is that when I had my a son at a certain age, you know, two, three years old, the whole daycare thing was not really you know, his thing. And so, he, he was rebelling. We were rebellious in our family. And he was he was doing his part. <laughs> and finally, you know, it was getting really bad. It was horrible. You know, we every morning have to fight with your toddler to get him dressed and then drop him off and be, feel bad about, you know, I've left him all day and to go to work and, and such. And so, finally, you know, it got to the point where I realized this is not going to work and I ended up quitting my job which you know it's quitting your job with a regular um, steady paycheck is really super scary so um, but I did that because I knew it was a matter of either doing that now when you have kids I can't wait 10 years for things to get better because by then it's too late uh, he you know with little kids they need you right then and there and because that is the time when you can you, you know, you settle the foundation. And as terrifying as it was to do that, because financially it was not a good move, um, it was the best thing that I could have ever done. And and having him as a mother, when you have Mother's Day coming up, as Ida reminded me of, I always forget that. Uh, it, it, becoming a parent totally transforms everything. And actually, I was listening uh, a while ago to a, uh, a brain expert on Jim Quick, one of his, he interviewed her, and literally your whole brain changes. There are certain areas that grow and this and the other. I don't remember all the details, but it's like, holy cow, yeah, I felt that. So, because now, now it's just not, not just me. It's There's this other human being that's dependent on me, and, and I better darn well be the best that I possibly can. So having him has really helped me transcend so many things in my life. I've stretched myself. I've done things that were so freaking scary, you know, start my business and, and figure things out and 
go on the radio and doing all this stuff here because I know when he sees that, he will follow. And I hear that in the things, the way he talks, the way he sees the world, the way he doesn't get scared by the, the things that come out of media that are trying to scare the crap out of us. It's like, yeah, whatever, you know, and I love, I love that spirit. Isn't that so fulfilling when you see your child demonstrating the things that you've been uh, uh, teaching or, or uh, exampling by the way that you carry yourself around them? And then you see the same thing uh, coming from them. It's wonderful. And let me tell you, I, it's like the same thing that happened with my daughter. I see my daughter now is a mother. Yeah. And I see him, I see her exampling the same things that I used to tell her, telling to her daughter. That I remember that when she was a child, she used to say, I'm not going to say that to my daughter. <laughs> There you and, go. And now she's saying the same thing to her daughter and carrying herself even, and not only that, but it, they do like the same thing, but improve. Yeah. There you go. Even better. So it's, it's now you're learning from them. I'm learning from her and I can apply to my younger kid that I still have at home. Yeah. So listen, this is something <laughs> I'm learning from my daughter. Yeah. Now, because my children are 15 years apart. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm able to learn from, from my daughter so I can apply it, you know, to my younger son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's was, amazing. It's beautiful. And, you it know, my, my transcendent moment in that, in, that, in that sense was on her wedding. Mm. Because on her wedding, when she did her speech, she thanks me. She thanked me for being her mother. She thanked me for, uh, for even for all the correction and the spanking and anything that, 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 that at the time she thought it was negative. She even give thanks for all that because I made her the woman that she was now. And, wow. you know, carry her to that moment and to finish college and have her career and all that. So she was very thankful. And that moment, it was like, you know, it's like you, it's like a, the heaviness of the world that you had about bringing your child, making sure they are a good citizen, you know, that they are uh, an example and they're successful and they're doing making good decisions. All that weight that I had in my shoulders just left it. And I, and I felt it like fluffy. Yeah. You know, like, wow. oh. that's transcendence right there. Yeah, at that moment. <laughs> that was a beautiful, a beautiful yeah. moment. Wow. Well, that's a good job to you, mom. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I didn't do it all by myself. I was right. a single mother and I, at times I worked three jobs or oh I was working and going to school or either working, going to school and doing my internship all at the same time. Oh, my God. I don't know how you did it. So I know that God had a lot to do and your support. You yeah. know, my mom, you know, my family members that helped me with daycare and things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's impossible to do by yourself. And, you know, one thing that really amazes me also about my son is that, you know, he's young, but there is an inner wisdom about him, you know. And so, he, because he's always been on me about, you know, wanting brothers, wanting brothers, wanting brothers, like, mm, not going to be happening. But... <laughs> And, and, you know, then he's, you know, suggested adopting and fostering and all these different kinds of things. Like, no, I, I don't have bandwidth for that. So thank you very much for thinking about that, but ain't going to happen. And, and uh, you know, I'm coming up with all these different things. That, oh, well, look at this. Look at this. These problems and those problems could be. And, and he's he comes back with. Yeah, but if he was raised here with, with you guys as parents, then he wouldn't be acting that way. I was like, wow, that's really amazing to have that come from your, now he's 15, but he's been doing that for a couple of years. So, so I want to make sure that I give you the last couple of tips because, man, time flies when you're having fun because we're almost out of time. So 
Um, so get out of the house and commune with nature. Number six is engage in shadow work. What that means is really taking some time to take a deep dive into those areas that maybe you don't really like so much, the ones that you're ashamed of, embarrassed, whatever, because the more that we uh, stay away, sorry, I have an itchy nose. Um, the more that we steer away from that, the more power that takes. It, 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 um, it, um, it takes over. But when we go in and we shine a light on it, then that doesn't happen anymore. We take away the power from that. And, and um, don't be afraid to go there. It's okay. Then the last one, number seven, is practice excellence. So whatever you do, wherever you go, you, uh, whoever you are in your day-to-day life, um, that, uh, the, it's just a matter of doing the best that you can. Practice excellence. And I love this one saying that uh, in whatever you do, that's what, how you show up in, in you know, every other aspect of your life. So, uh, so even, it starts even with making your bed in the morning. That's just a start. It's, it's step number one, right? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. you do in private, we show in public. Exactly. So start the excellence in private, in your inner house. You know, in your inner personal life, in yourself, mm. in your house, in your family. And then when you do things in public, it will show up the same excellence. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's not about how you look. It's about, uh, you know, showing up and always doing the best and, and being in that area, in that space. So, so yeah, I again, this was really in order to help the show today about transcendence. It was really about, my intention was to help and inspire you. If you're in a, in, in a challenging situation that I love what you were saying, Ida, about everything is temporary. It, everything, this too shall pass, everything. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I say when I'm in, in a space where I, I have to do something that I don't really like. This too shall pass. Soon it'll be on, I'll be on the other side. And, and then that helps also. So just like that, this hour went by. So I want to uh, round off with my usual fare thee well of go out there, put these things to practice, test them out. It's not something that happens all at once. You have to practice it every day. And so that you can go out there and shine your beautiful inner light because you have, every single one of you, have unique talents that the world needs. Yes, and just make shift happen in your life in every area. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.